Okay, all you cool cats out there in Underdog's world, welcome to the Wednesday morning edition of the Underdog's podcast. It is September 23rd, 2020. I am David Patrick Fleming and he is Jacob Eman. Jacob, how you doing today? Uh, pretty good. I didn't. Well, I forgot to mention yesterday. I had a dream that Sixto Sanchez was murdered um, <laughs> when I woke up yesterday, and today I didn't have any dreams about any of my fantasy players dying. Well, how was he um, murdered? So I don't. I can't really remember. There was. There was. It, it could have been me. It could have been something. Something else. I felt like I was involved somehow, or maybe it was just because he's on my fantasy team. And then I the whole day, I'm just like thinking. Should I not start Sixto today? Like, what, what does this mean? Jacob, you can't Anything? say that Sixto was murdered and then not tell us how he was murdered and just leaving it to our own imaginations of how he was murdered. And then even he was shot even by you because you said maybe you. I don't think so. What do you don't think so? So you're on trial right now, Jacob, and the lawyer's asking you, did you shoot Sixto Sanchez? And your response is, with a bit of a giggle, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all i can you know if i'm if i'm if i'm uh swearing on some sort of bible and uh saying saying that i'm telling the truth here i might have to just say i don't think so by the way i i feel like if, if this, this is the kind of person that i am if i ever went to court and they're like okay now raise your hand and and swear on the bible i'd be like Okay, but just so you know, I don't believe in God, so this doesn't mean anything to me. But I will, I will tell you the truth. <laughs> but I mean, that's very complicated, Jacob. That's that's a very, very, very complicated uh, uh, thing because all, all anyone's actually asking in that moment is, "Are you going to tell the truth?" And uh, yes, they are trying to hold your religion up against you, but you don't have that, and I don't have that either. Yes, but. All, all I the won't people even bless want to Brittany know. when she sneezes. Oh my God, Jacob, you're a murderer. You did shoot she, Sixto Sanchez. <laughs> you're a fucking murderer. Just bless her she, when she sneezes. She gets upset about it, but she's come to understand it's something that I'm just not willing to do. <laughs> After four long years in this relationship, I just know that when I sneeze, I won't be blessed and that the demons that I've just released into the air will be able to run free. Yeah. Well, Jacob, yesterday was pretty fucking embarrassing because we were on this mm. podcast and we were feeling the juice of hope. We drank yeah. it. And we were all cranked up on it. I, I said things yeah. like, the tides are turning. I said that more than once. I said things like, New York, the, the kings of New York are back. Whoops. And Jacob, I'm going to give you the floor right now, actually, because I believe that you owe me and I believe that you owe all the listeners an apology because you got us all cranked up, all cranked up on this idea that we were going to beat Garrett Cole. And I was walking around yesterday. My shoulders were a bit wider. My voice was deeper. I was more relaxed. I was feeling confident. I had a little pep in my step. And it's because of what you said. And so... I'm going to give you an opportunity to apologize. Okay. Well, listen, everybody. 
who would I be if I if I if you woke up every day? I mean, I know it's not morning when you listen to it, but it's morning when we say this. I who would I be if I got on here every day and I was like, "All right, everybody, get hyped tonight to get dominated by Garrett Cole." You know, don't 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 even think about winning tonight because Garrett Cole's on the mound. Don't even bother tuning into the Blue Jays. Just skip it. Skip it. No, I can't. I can't do that. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta look for hope. And you know what? We did fine against Garrett Cole. We did. We did good enough. Wow. Because that's that's. I mean, we 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 hit a homer off him. We he didn't know hit us. We got a hit off him in the second inning. That's winning against Garrett. It's hard to even hear anything you say after you tell us that you would that the Bible means nothing to you. I don't even know what this podcast means anymore. I, I feel betrayed. And and if you had said that yesterday, none of us would have believed you in the first place because uh, we are all people of Christ on this podcast. <laughs> don't don't exclude people of Christ out I'm there. I'm not because we you know we've got. You know the, the listeners in in France, for example, uh, uh, might might be listeners of Christ. Wow, you probably or, just, or in or in Russia. You just have, did you know that we're the number one baseball podcast in Iceland right now? Number one baseball podcast in Iceland. That is a daily Blue Jays podcast with hosts named David and Jacob with no budget. No, <laughs> no, 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 not even that. We are the number one baseball podcast in the entire country of Iceland. No ifs and or buts. Just that's the way it is. Now, it is exclusively my brother who is in Iceland and my grandfather listening to the show, but no one else is listening to baseball shows in Iceland, I guess, so we're number one. So we could really do something with that market. We should get T-shirts made, just say number one podcast in Iceland, and we need to go with this. We need to move this. We need to start excluding anybody who's a listener who doesn't live in Iceland to make it seem like this is a proprietary podcast for Icelandic people. Okay, Jacob, let's let's stop fucking this dog because it doesn't like it and we need to move on. I want to know okay. what watching that game was like for you last night. Why didn't Are you, you sure? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to listen to your experience of the game last night i am going to unplug my headphones uh, but <laughs> <laughs> the floor is okay. yours mr eman okay everybody world of listeners this is the G -G game diary i don't know what to tell you about this uh <clears throat> I have barely sat down. I'm trying to get my beer ready, set up my laptop to write Game Diary, and the Yankees are winning 2-0 already. Judge singled, and then Hicks unloads on a Tanner Roark two-seamer that moves from the middle of the plate to the other middle of the plate. There's two middles of the plate when you've got Tanner Roark on the mound. Teoscar lets the ball get past him, so Hicks moves to third, and Judge scores, and then Roark throws a wild pitch, and Hicks comes in. A great start! Two runs is about what I think Cole needs, so should have locked in a win before he's even thrown a pitch. The Blue Jays go down in order in the first, and before it cuts to commercial, we see Garrett Cole talking to the umpire. Like, what do you need to say, Garrett? Hey man, this might sound crazy, but I was hoping you could just call the balls around the black, you know? The 
borderline ones. I mean, they aren't really borderline. I throw strikes, but yeah, the ones you think you can get away with, just call them balls. I can't get hard off these guys, and I just need to feel something before the playoffs. So yeah, just give me hell. Make me mad if you can. I'll, I'll e-transfer 10K via unknown email address with Bitcoin. The password will be get me hard, all caps, and we don't need to speak of this again. Roar gets through the second without giving up a run, and I feel like that meets what we should hold his bar for success as. Plus, Gritchick gets a hit in the bottom of the second? How about that? It's a fastball for a single the opposite way, so we don't have to deal with however many innings of a no-hitter from Cole this time. Jonathan Davis makes a great play in center field, grabbing a DJ LeMahieu Yankee Stadium home run. Top of four, and I am writing something in my mind like, Tanner has made it through four and only given up two runs. I'd be starting to consider taking him out and say, job well done, sir. Go to the bullpen and see if we can get a win here. But almost immediately, Yankees string together a couple of hits and drive in another run. Now 3 nothing Yankees. And hey, 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 Jacob. Hey, Blue Jays fans, wake up. Kevin Biggio just hit a ding-dong off Garrett Cole. What? Go away. I'm not sleepy. I'm just resting my eyes. Biggio, what? Biggio hit a home run off Garrett Cole. Biggio hit a home run? Like like a a ding-dong? Yeah! And I'm up! Kevin Biggio hits a ding-dong straightaway center and gives me life. He's not untouchable. He's given up the most home runs as any other pitcher in baseball. More than Tanner Roark. How about that? 3-1 Yankees. Still feeling like maybe we should take Roark out now. Charlie has other ideas, though, and Roark goes back out for the fourth, and wouldn't you know it, gets himself in a jam now. 2-1, one one out, Aaron Judge up, and Judge hasn't been great since coming back from the IL, but there is nothing like Tanner Roark over the heart of the plate to get you out of a slump, and Judge lifts a double to left, and one run scores 4-1 Yankees. Okay, so now Charlie's gotten the number of runs he wants out of Roark and goes to get him. Hicks still tacks on more runs to Tanner's ERA, though, as two runs scamper in on a grounder that gets past Vladdy. 6-1 Yankees, and you've heard about the magic number for the Blue Jays getting into the playoffs. Well, there is also a magic number for Roark and Mr. Anderson. Once Tanner reaches six runs against him, that triggers Chase Anderson to start warming up as we have officially reached the choose-to-lose status for tonight's game. 7-1 now, and I'm I'm just going to take a break here and let the Yankees' runs pile up for a bit and come back when or if the Blue Jays score again. Wow. I mean, Jacob, that does not sound like the diary of a team whose magic number is two. Even <laughs> though they... They took a wet T-Rex shit all over Salem Field last night. The Blue Jays could clinch tonight. We could wow. witness a celebration on field tonight because that Mariners game is at 6.30. And the Angels, who are all of a sudden behind the Blue Jays, their game is at 4.10. And so there is a world where the Blue Jays clinch the playoffs as bad as they have been. They don't even get to party with the alcohol. Oh yeah, that's, hear about yeah, that? I did hear about that. That's fucking weird. 
They're not allowed to shoot champagne on each other. They're not even allowed to have no. beers in the clubhouse. I don't think. I'm sure they'll. Have they don't deserve it anyway. They don't deserve it. Maybe it's. it's they might. About they might clinch tomorrow without winning. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a really funny yeah, celebration. Lose tonight, lose tomorrow. Mariners lose two as well, and and there we go. They don't deserve to celebrate. If they're getting drubbed like 10 to 1 and they celebrate, nah, that's TV off for me, and that's turning the mics off. We don't do this podcast anymore if they do that. Jacob, here's a We did a drubbing of them. Let's not forget that. We drubbed, we drubbed them too. The Blue Jays have a minus 32 uh, run differential. That is, is that good? <laughs> no, that is the second worst in baseball. It is the worst of any playoff team in the American League. It is only behind the Miami Marlins, who have a negative 37 run differential in the National League. So, no, that's not good. They are a team that doesn't particularly field well, run the bases well, pitch well, and they have a negative 32 run differential, but they could be spraying champagne on each other as early as tonight. That's the kind of thing that would even out. Over the course of 162, I think, you know, we have, we lose by, I don't know, 15 once or twice this season and things get a little inflated, look a little weird and lopsided, but it's not, we, we haven't been as bad as that. Well, that's all the Yankees. That negative 32 is basically all the Yankees in yeah. this last week. That's what I'm saying. Jacob, if it was a dark room and no one ever knew and Tanner Roark is in this dark room and he would never know, he would never know. Mm. Would you punch him in the stomach? In the stomach? Yeah, just right in the guts. His relaxed guts. He's not ready for it. He's not tensing. Just wham, wham, wham. Would that help you? Mm. I don't think so. I think I just grab a hold of his finger and just ah, twist it like ah, just pop it right off oh, or something. Fuck. Yeah. That is way worse. Jesus, I felt that in my finger. Was not where I was expecting you to go with that, Jacob. I really, really love that you just shared that, though. You know what I realized, though, David? It's not that he looks like Rosie O'Donnell <laughs> with a beard, or or really your mom. It's that he, he he looks like a baby. Yeah, he does look like a baby. He's got the shape of a baby. The way he like carries himself, the because he's got a huge rump, right? It looks kind of like he's got a diaper on because his his pants are really tight up his thighs but then they're a bit loose in the huge butt and he wears the the high socks right so if you just imagine that his legs get cut off where the white pants end and like before like the socks start then then he's got really short legs too and he's got this huge upper torso and like it, it's it's not graceful the way he's moving around he looks like a baby he's like a, like a toddler he's like a baby that's always in a mood because he was taken away from his spaghetti lunch and he has to pitch like he whines like a baby you know and when yeah. he walks around the field he's just like all oh, this like baby that's like no want to do a job i want to eat my spaghetti lunch that's exactly yeah. what he's like yeah and and last night too buck was saying like that he's like giving a pat on the back to saying to Alejandro Kirk what a great job he's doing. That he's got a smile on his face. It didn't look like that to me. I feel like he was complaining. He was like, oh, oh, 
uh, someone someone bring over someone to 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 translate to to Alejandro here because I'm not liking the way he's setting up for me. It's really not it's not helping me. Can you can you look Alejandro like you're great and all like I'm gonna give you a pat on the back, but like what you're doing really isn't helping me tonight because because you're calling the wrong pitches and 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 you're setting up like right in the middle of the plate or something. So I'd be like I've got to throw it to the middle of the plate every time. Someone just please help. I thought the exact same thing when I saw that because it was like one of the trainers and it was like Pete Walker and Tanner Roark and Alejandro Kirk. And I was like, are are you snake? Are you are you trying to throw this young 21 year old who just went four for four the night before under the bus for your performance? Nonetheless, Jacob, this is a playoff team. And because it is a playoff (laughs) team, we're going to talk about them like they're a playoff team. And okay. what I want you to do is go around the horn and give me your starting lineup for game one yeah. of the playoff series for the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. You know what? I was actually thinking about this while I was writing my game diary and Jonathan Davis made that catch. I started writing into my game diary that I was like, oh, maybe this is actually the ideal lineup offensively for the playoffs. Um, if we don't have Rowdy Telez here, having, you know, Kevin Biggio at third base leading off, then you go Bo at shortstop, then Lourdes at, at in left field, then going to Teoscar in right field, then going to Vladdy. Um, Here's the big question. At first, yes. at first base. Yes. Vladdy at first base, then going to Gritchick at DH. Then going to Alejandro Kirk at catcher. Wow. And then and then and then Davis. Who am I missing? Then Davis at, at center field. So you would put Alejandro Kirk in game one catching Ryu, even though he's never well, done that before. No. No. Okay. So 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 switch out Danny Jansen for Kirk for game one. I think that makes sense. And then perhaps I mean if if Kirk keeps getting hits like if he if he's hitting every game then we can switch Gritchick back at into center field and we have Alejandro Kirk DH in like I don't know the six or the seven spot I like that I do like that it was funny when you asked yesterday what do you think Danny Jansen is feeling today like how embarrassed is he or how nervous is he and yeah, two starts in a row for Kirk. He gets another hit last night. One of the few Blue Jays who had a hit. They only had five hits last night. And this 21-year-old mm-hmm. who's never played above eight balls, one of them. And yep. we just haven't had much from that position all year long. So I say keep running him out there. And why not? Like, why not let him catch Ryu on Thursday? Well, that's what I said. Yeah. I, I, I feel like we'd give him a shot. Unless, uh, I mean, Ryu might, it might be really important to Ryu that he has a good outing for his final time before he goes out there on the playoffs and that he gets uh, in a good rhythm and doesn't just change things up on his last start. That might be important to him. But for us, like we said, it would, uh, we would love to see it. So a lot has been said about this, and I want to know your opinion. So this isn't me. I've just heard this on different uh, platforms, different people talking about this. And the scenario is this. It's uh, it's a one or two run game in the playoffs. You're down one or two or you're up one or two. I guess it really doesn't matter. Are you replacing Vladdy for defense in a playoff game in a tight 
tight playoff game. Late in late innings, say the eighth, say the ninth, whatever. Is Kevin Biggio available to go over there or something? Like who 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 could who who are we replacing him for better defense? I guess I guess it's Travis Shaw. I guess uh I don't know. I don't know where Rowdy's at. Um I guess Kevin could switch over there and then you could uh <laughs> put somebody else in at third, like you could put uh Espinal at third, you could put Panic at third. Yeah, put Panic at third, move Biggio to first, put Biggio in first base, who hasn't played there in fucking forever in a really tight playoff game and see how that works. Or you leave Vladdy in. I'm leaving Vladdy in. If he's starting the game, I'm not I'm not taking him out. There's there's no circumstance under which I'm taking Vladimir Guerrero out late in a game under any circumstances. If I'm winning, it's 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 you know, we're gonna give up some runs and it's gonna get close again. And I want his bat in the lineup, especially in the playoffs. I I don't care if he's if he hasn't been hitting for a week before that, if he the Vladimir Guerrero that I know exists inside there will get a hit in the playoffs. I, f- I fully agree. Keep him in there. If his position comes up again, like if something happens and the game gets tied and the lineup turns over, then you start to find yourself in like the 13th inning and like he, it, it, the lineup's been around twice and you're missing two of his at-bats. No. Keep him in Inexcusable. there. Absolutely inexcusable i won't hear it he's our guy we're gonna live or die with him and i know yesterday i said yeah whatever i'm fully on board we live or die with laddie at first base give him the experience and if he becomes the toronto bill buckner in a playoff moment so be it let's see how he reacts to that and comes back next year and what that does for him and his motivation I still think he's a better athlete than Travis Shaw. I think he's a better he's, athlete than Rowdy Telez. Yeah, I think uh, Rowdy Telez has got more fundamentals of, of first base behind him, and so I I believe that that Rowdy's going to probably make a couple plays that that Vladdy might not. But I I don't think that it's ever going to be a lack of effort for Vladdy. If anything, it's too much effort, and in in and what's been ingrained in him is. Under all circumstances, there's no circumstance where you don't where you let that ball get past you as a third baseman. You're the first line of defense. If you can get it, you get it, right? And so that when he's standing at the first and he sees a ball, it's like I I can probably get that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the dive. I gotta get it. That's just ingrained years into him. Absolutely, so. it's hard to really get mad at a guy for trying to get the ball to try to get an out to try to get your team the win after he's been trying to do that for his entire existence as a baseball player in his life and i can live with a positioning error easier than i could live with oh he just can't catch a ground ball or he just keeps duffing it off his glove or you know whatever i think those Mm -hmm. things are over time will not happen and yes it's a tough growing pain it's frustrating when something keeps happening and the adjustment isn't being made but i just believe that he will not continue to keep making that mistake over and over again it will an adjustment will be made and he'll be fine he'll be fine he's fine he might not be amazing yeah. he's fine i think he will be amazing eventually god damn right you know <laughs> there's a great it's a great moment in the broadcast last night where i can't remember if it was buck or if it was dan where they're like we've talked a lot about uh 
how young Alejandro Kirk is, and we forget that yeah. he's four months older than <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yeah, <laughs> and like, we're, we like have so much leash for Alejandro Kirk. Like, you can do anything. You're just a young kid. We don't expect anything from you. And then we look over at Vladdy and we're like, what in the fuck do you think you're doing, you piece of trash? It's a 21-year-old. Yeah, and he's played, what, 23 games at first base? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Leave him at first. Let's move Leave on. Leave him there. Okay. Robbie Ray on the mound tonight for the Toronto Blue Jays. You think there's anything Robbie Ray could do to get a playoff start tonight? A playoff start? Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, 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 I still don't think so because I think from what we've seen of Robbie Ray, it's it's big ups and downs you know there's no consistency and and we're not going to get consistency from one game after the last game when he was back to his walking way so i think that we could see we could see him you know be move ahead of chase anderson and tanner roark as a guy that we bring in maybe after an opener or if things go south for say taiwan walker in game two and taiwan um you know loads the loads the bases and two runs come in he scrapes through the third and we're like he's at 70 pitches do we bring out taiwan walker again or do we try and change things up and and bring in someone to just blast away so try and get some strikeouts here i don't know i don't trust robbie ray i just don't i just do not trust robbie ray and i also don't it's not that I think he's bad or anything. I just don't trust his consistent uh, his ability to be consistently in the strike zone. Another thing about Robbie Ray, though, that I guess I just don't understand, obviously, because I'm not a player and I'm not in the box and I don't see what it's like. But when people are like, his fastball is electric. And I, I'm like, it's a 93 to 94 mile an hour fastball. Looks like it's got a, a bit of movement, but I don't understand what all the hype is. And I know numbers don't lie. You know, he's had a very high K per nine uh strikeout rate in his uh in his career but i just the eye test for me i just don't see it i don't i don't get what it is about him other than the fact that when you're so inconsistent in the zone like it, it must put the hitters on edge like it's like ooh, four balls two strikes two strikes and then way out of the zone way out of the zone strike 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 you know it's got to be maybe it's it's tough in that regard i just don't see it i don't know what it is i is that is that where his fastball says i thought it was more in the like 95 to 90 six touching 97 it seems consistently to me in below 95 yeah okay well i don't know maybe he's got he's got deception maybe because of the wildness because pitcher or hitters don't know if it's going to be a strike or not and then when he does blast it in for a strike it surprises them and so they're kind of just yeah that's what i mean <laughs> off balance in a, in a way that is not from command mm -hmm. give me the prediction jacob are we watching a celebration on the field tonight I don't, I don't, personally, I don't think that they, I mean, maybe they wouldn't be able to restrain themselves. I don't really think we'll see a celebration on the field, even if they do get confirmation that they're going to the playoffs tonight. Well, they'll have to do something. They'll at least, you know, like shake hands, like high fives, like here we go. Well, that, that would be just like the normal, like we've won a game, no? I guess what I'm asking is, are we going to see Are they going to win tonight? Are we going to see them clinch tonight? You're asking me if we're going to beat Tanaka tonight as well as 
as as the Mariners are going to lose this afternoon. Is that what you're asking me? Jacob, that's exactly what I'm asking you in a very roundabout way. We're not going to see that tonight. We're going to see a big Blue Jays dub, but the Mariners are going to going to going to win tonight too. My my man Kyle Seeger is going to like put the team on his back. Him the Kyles are going to be all over the place. Kyle Lewis is going to hit a bomb. Kyle Seeger is going to hit a bomb. It's going to be like it's going to be it's going to be a big day for Mariners baseball. So I guess the only question is, after what you said about Garrett Cole yesterday, why should any of us believe you? Mm. Well, I think what I said about Garrett Cole wasn't that far off. We got to him. We hit a we hit a bomb off of him. We got some. We got a couple of hits. We we strung together a couple of hits. Alejandro Kirk got a hit. Davis got a hit back to back. We just needed someone to, you know, come up with a with a big hit, and we could have made it an interesting game there. Yeah, you're right. You know, we didn't we didn't we didn't look overmatched the same way we did last time and it wasn't and like I said it wasn't a huge dinger fest like it was last time. You know, we 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 let in some runs against with with Roark and and eventually um Anderson and I guess Hatch let in some some more of the the Roark runs, but it wasn't just like a a, a home run derby which is what was so demoralizing the last time. Like at least it feels like they're they're beating us, like draining us slowly. You're absolutely right. All right, let's stay the course. Let's keep going. We've got Masahiro Tanaka against Robbie Ray tonight at Salem Field with a chance to clinch. And we'll talk yes. about it tomorrow for Thirsty Let Thursday. Just- Jacob has one last thing to say. Let me just say, we talked yesterday about Alejandro Kirk perhaps uh, beating Danny Jansen's hit total by the end of the day. I did look into where their hits are at, and this this might shock you. With last night's hit, Alejandro Kirk has seven hits. He's seven for 17. Danny Jansen has 17 hits. Alejandro Kirk is only 10 hits behind Danny Jansen right now. We're going to do an Alejandro hit watch. He needs 10 more hits, everybody, to tie Danny Jansen. We want some real shame on this show. We want to be able to shame Danny Jansen (laughs) on the last day of the show. So let's go, Alejandro Kirk. 10 more hits. We know you can do it. Let's go, Jays. Let's clinch tonight. We're going to see you all for Thirsty Thursday. Tamara. (laughs) 